This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The other thing, Sean, is is that I put the the email out as far as like Twitter's concerned, mailbag, uh, call it mm-hmm. what you will. Uh, wanted to see if Stars fans wanted to ask us questions, and they had a lot of them. So, uh, would you like to get into that, or would you like to get into a quick? Um, three-on-three overtime discussion. We'll get to both. let's uh yeah let's let's do the let's do the let's get the three-on-three one out of the way first okay and then we'll do the uh um so that let's let's do that one and then we'll do uh and then let's chat let's get people the people's questions okay so it was uh tweeted out yesterday by Greg Wyshynski of ESPN that it is being talked about as far as potential three-on-three changes. And, you know, one of the things that could be bantied about was kind of a half-ice setup. And I wanted to get your thoughts because, personally, it was interesting. I saw the tweet yesterday, and then they went to overtime, and it kind of doubled down on my opinion. I like puck possession in overtime. I think it's an art. I think it's a skill. I personally, as someone who watches the game, I don't mind that they pull it out of the zone. Um, and it's the job of the opponent, like the Stars did last night. Once they did get possession, you could hear the crowd get excited, and then they immediately scored. I just think if we go half ice, Sean, or we make changes – I think it's similar to a shootout where we're kind of tricking it up now. And to me, three-on-three hockey is extremely exciting. The fans love it. Uh, And, you know, if you want to tack on a couple more minutes, I know the players are tired. I don't know if the uh, PA would be good with that, um, meaning the NHL Players Association, but I'd be okay with that. Um, The other one that I thought of that happened the other day uh, that we brought up on this podcast, Sean, is – if there's less than two minutes left as far as, uh, you know, if it's the end of a game and a penalty is committed, I think the game could be extended. I know it sounds ridiculous, but to me it's like, or I think you brought it up one, Sean, uh, a maximum amount of icings. Um, so those kinds of things I'm willing to talk about, but personally I'd like to keep three on three the same. You? Yeah, I don't like um... – we've already changed the rules enough for overtime. Um, Like it's three on three. We've already changed the rules enough and I'm fine with that. Um, I don't like changing the rules even further to determine the game. You play the, 
you play the game by one set of rules for 60 minutes. And while three on three is a different number of players on the ice, it's still the same rules. Um, penalty is still a penalty. Um, a icing is still an icing. You, you still can't do this, that, or the other. Like it's, it's still hockey. I don't want the, I don't like you. I don't want the baseball version of let's put a runner on second base. Cause that's kind of what this feels like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. And, and that, that's what this would feel like to me. And it also, I don't, I disagree that it would. Coaches have shown in hockey that they will find ways to take the path that is safer. And if you make it half ice, you're going to create. Like, I, I don't see how that creates. I don't see how it creates more chances. Like people will be like, I know the proponents of it, like, oh, well, you have to get a shot off. Do you want more quantity or do you want more quality? Because when you go half ice, what's going to happen is you're going to get like, oh, no, we're crammed in here. And players are going to take more bad shots, right? There'll be, there'll be more shots in overtime. Fine. But do you want 20 footers? Do you want, do you want 30 foot, 30 foot, 40 foot shots away? from a bad angle because you're trying to keep things going and and, and stuck in half court. Like I I don't, um, I I don't like the, I I don't like the ideology of doing this because I don't think it creates better chances. I think rush chances end to end back to back and forth. Like, I think we still get that. I know the circling and everything like that. People get frustrated with it. I understand that. But I also think I still enjoy it. Like I enjoy watching teams try to break it down and, yeah. and, and go that way. Um, well, because it's still the game and not a skills competition. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And the the other thing, like I'm a I'm more and more of a proponent of this of when it comes to overtime of don't make. Um, I think I think too often we make rule changes based off of a. Making rule changes based off a of play style is very dangerous. Um, I think there's a great example of that, of the NHL since 2004 has had the trapezoid. The trapezoid is very dumb. The trapezoid was put in place because Martin Brodor and Marty Turco were too good at handling the puck and we can't let them go into the quarter. I would argue you would have more goals scored right now if the trapezoid didn't exist because you would have some very bad puck handling goaltenders who would be willing to roam a little bit more. Right now it keeps goalies safe. It's 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 we have goalies who aren't great puck handlers anymore because they don't have to do it. So if you actually took the trapezoid away, now I think you would actually have more offense. Um like to me, there's a living proof example right there. Every time you go into NHL rake, you see the trapezoid, and that's a perfect example of this is why overreacting and making rules based off a of playing style is dumb. Um, just like people were like at one point, like, okay, you think teams block too many shots. I know at some point we're like, Oh, we need to change that. Like, do we really need to change that? Or defensemen need to get better at getting pucks through. Right. You know what? Yeah. We have Miro Hishkin and we have Kale McCarr. We have, 
We have uh, Hughes in Vancouver. We've got these defensemen who adapted to that, and they're tremendously exciting to watch. I don't think you should make rules based off of to 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 counter a play style. I think you need to let the game evolve itself. That is a that's kind of my view on this. Um, I, I I would argue there's there's two two ways you could fix quote unquote fix overtime if you see a problem. Um, one would be to extend it. I think that would kind of if you extend it to seven or ten minutes, I think that would create some more will create less shootouts. The other one, and it's the and this is the one that would make this would actually have a real life impact, is you change the the weight of you, you change the you change the weight of of the scale of the, the point system. Because the point system right now for coaches, coaches' jobs aren't when to win hockey games. Um coaches' jobs are to make the playoffs. You make the playoffs by getting points. It's why like there's nothing worse, Gavin, than the last there's nothing worse than the last five minutes of a Eastern Conference versus Western Conference game. It's been a great hockey game for yeah. 55 minutes. It's two two, and both coaches like they almost like give the nod to each other. It's like, all right, yep, yeah, we can, we can cool off for five minutes. Let's both get the point. Yep, right, yeah, like that 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 that's I know that's that's what happens. You're like teams with five, if in a tie game, interconference right. game, they stop playing to win and they play for the point. So are you? proposing something similar to what they have in soccer where one point for a tie, three points for a win. So I would, I would, I would, what I would want is I would want this system. I would want a three point system. I know because I'm in my system for the NHL and I know the Sandings box would look weird, but deal with it. There's three points available every game. Three points are available every game at most. You win in regulation, you get three points. You lose in regulation, you get zero. Goes to overtime. It goes to overtime. It's uh you win you win in you win in overtime, you get two points. You lose in overtime, you get one point. Neither team scores in five or ten minutes of overtime, it's a tie. And then they both get one point. Hmm. That's what I that's what my system would be. Okay. Because I think there's I, I don't and I don't mind ties. That's the thing where like people are like, oh, ties, ties, ties. I don't mind ties. Like, what's the, the with with the, the tie? Okay, it's 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 not like I'm asking for ties in the NHL playoffs. That's when you have the greatest overtime system ever that you can go on forever and ever and ever. Um, I just I, I think that's the way you put teams. You you readjust the decision makers, the coaches, into a mindset of we have to play to win and not to get the point because if all of a sudden Dallas uh I don't know who's their next Eastern Conference opponent uh it's a good question let's see like the, so the stars have looking it week, up right, right now the stars play the Rangers on on Monday yep right next Monday 2-2 game pretty good hockey game 5 minutes left Stars and Rangers are both going to be fine with overtime in that game. But if the only way you get three points is if you win in 60, all of a sudden both teams are trying to win in that final five minutes. Mm -hmm. 
And then if it does go to overtime and the only way you're getting an extra point, there's no, there's no escape hatch of a shootout. You're both going to try a little bit harder too. Yeah. It won't fix it perfectly, but like, that's the, that's what I would look at. Go three, three points available every game. And if you can't, if a team can't win by the end of overtime, then the point is, is gone from the standings. And, and and then it would also create the system where right now, like we watch games and sometimes we'd be like, oh man, that became a three point game. It would take away that. It would take away that issue where all of a sudden other teams, you're watching other teams that are around you in the standings and something gets added. It would be the spot where we know every NHL game has the same value. And that, that to me is, that's what I would push for. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, plus if you go half the ice, I think you take away the element of speed. And one of the great features of this game is speed. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love that full ice breakaway, the two-on-ones that happen frequently. So I like it how it is. So you, you mm-hmm. mentioned points, and you mentioned the Rangers. The next yeah. three games, folks. Now you get them at home, so that's good. Avalanche on Saturday. Rangers at Monday. And then on Wednesday, Vegas Golden Knights. Arguably three of the better teams in hockey. I don't even know if it's arguable. Uh, The Rangers are dominating the East right now along with the Bruins. The uh, Golden Knights continue their winning ways. And the Avs are staying up there with the Stars. So really nice test these next three games. Be fun stretch. Yeah. Um, And you you talk about these test games, and that's the one thing that if the – the stars haven't um, those stars losses this year, right? They lost to Boston. They lost to Vegas in the, in the shootout. Um, there's uh, these are some of those games, Colorado, New York, Vegas. This, this is those games where you're like, okay, these are the measuring stick games. You've been winning the games you're supposed to. You're 11, three and one. You got, I mean, the Colorado one is like, to me, the Colorado one is a nice, is a big one from the level of it's early, but I'm sure we've all heard the stat about how American Thanksgiving is. You, if you take the play, a snapshot of the playoffs at American Thanksgiving, it's a pretty good snapshot of who's actually going to be in the playoffs and where they'll be come April. Head to head win against Colorado on Saturday could move you seven points ahead of the Avalanche with even number of games played. Um, at an eighth point of the season, that's a that's a big that's a nice cushion to yep. work with as you go the rest of the way. Yeah, that is a um, no matter what happens in the in the in the New York and the Vegas game, obviously those games are tests too. But I, I think that the the Avalanche game is a big one, um, and uh, the Vegas one too, just from the level of and they're all they're all big games. Yeah, but it's I, I this and, is that kind of stretch for the stars where you're like okay. Go show us, are you one of the best teams in the Western Conference? Because even if they lost these three games, they're still one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Are you one of the best teams in the Western Conference? Or 
are we putting the rest of the league on watch out alert? Right. Uh, not as bad than what has happened in the past because Thursday is Thanksgiving, but Wednesday night's tilt against Vegas at the AAC is an 830 central start. So uh, just uh, be aware of that.